This is Meet the Movie Press. It's August the 30th, 2019 on the show today. We're going to recap D23. A lot happened. The Joker trainer, the Irishman, box office and more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press. This is Meet the Movie Press. It is August the 30th, 2019. How the hell did we get to the end of August? Ah. Seriously, I literally woke up this morning. I was like, it's the end of August. The end of summer. What the hell? We're going to talk about summer in a little bit. Uh, With me on the show today are Dimitri and also Wendy's back on the show. Dimitri, for those people who don't know who you are, where can we find you and who are you, please? Well, right here at Popcorn Talk Network, so I'll meet the movie press. And also, uh, Anatomy of a Movie is back. It's risen from the ashes, so we already have a couple of shows under the belt, and today we'll be talking Ready or Not. So, Great on, movie. At Dimitri Panos on the Twitters, as you can find me there, too. Wendy, who are you? Where can we find you? Oh, well, Wendy Lee Zane, you can find me everywhere at Wendy Lee Zane. You can find me on YouTube at the Movie Couple channel and sometimes on Collider Videos. I was going to say, the wonderful Collider. Yeah. Where, which appears to be my second home right now. I which know, is... you come a lot. No, it's... Uh, huh? It's, it's good well, that, yeah. you know, that you know the blind <laughs> yeah. person, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, Wendy. Always good to have you on the show. Uh, I'm not going to go any further into that. Uh, what a week. D23. <laughs> Um, literally, that started this time last week. It was all kicking off as we started to do the show. Mm-hmm. A couple of big things came out of that. Wendy, you were there. I've asked you to pick your top five on this. Um, okay, let's start with your number five. What was your fifth biggest thing from last week? It was. It's first of all Im- really impossible to pick. I know. Right? Um, so I'm just gonna like condense it to just the the Disney Studio presentation. Sure. Um, because now and I have I'll do one honorable and mention real quick the Disney Plus stuff. Okay. It looks really really cool. I bought the 3 years. They Which got it, they it, got me. It appears everybody basically gave their credit card information to somebody at D23 to sign them up for the 3 really? years. Really? You can do it online now. You can do it uh I know. Before, I, before you before I just got second. an email. You've just done it. I well I just got an email saying you know, it's so funny about these conventions like D23 yeah. it's like oh Oh, just for being here, you get this. I know you got a founder pin, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Just cool if you're But then I was talking to my friend. I said, yeah, and then in two weeks, they're going to offer that same deal to everybody else. I just got an email yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm waiting for my email. I signed up as a... You can. There are different levels of D23 uh, membership. There's a, yeah. a free. You don't get a lot, but it's like, I'm signing up for three years. I'm oh. such a mug. But I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. But it's a great deal. It's, a, it's a tremendous deal. I mean, how can you pass up? It's like a what? what all in 143 bucks. Yeah. Right? It's like nothing. It's like For three it's years. Literally like three something a month. Yeah. <laughs> how can you say, yeah. how can you not? The only do thing it? you don't you can't get, say no. you don't get Hulu with this package. I've already got Hulu. Um, so, yeah, right. But if you wanted to, like, like, get, like, not pay extra, I have Hulu as well. And I figured I don't need it for the first three years. I only really watch two shows on Hulu. Mm. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care. So, yeah, I, I, that, you know, that's, that's the thing about Hulu. A lot of people don't care. I mean, I got it as part of my T-Mobile uh, membership. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah, it was originally like you can have it for three dollars. Oh, fuck it, we'll give it to you for free. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay, so yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, so D twenty three. Obviously, the first thing was Disney Plus. That yeah. was kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's your honorable mention. Yes. What is your number five? Everything came from the uh, <laughs> Disney Studios presentation. Yeah, uh, I got to mention Raya in the last dragon it's going Mm. to be an animation that comes out of the disney animation studio not pixar and it's based on southeast culture it has the heroine her name is raya and the last dragon and they kind of 
she's in search of the last dragon. She thinks the dragon has the magic and the, and the power to save her village. And she is an older character, and she she can fight. She's got this like huge sword, this weapon, and the imagery that we saw. Um, they did a ton of research. They went to Thailand, Cambodia, Malaysia, and they really like kind of blended the all you know all the sceneries together to make yeah. sure it was cohesive. And um, it just looked real. There's a scene where it's raining. It's Rhea standing alone in the forest, and the rain is just dripping off of her hat. Mm. And I thought, wait, are we getting like, am I getting Lion King remake vibes right now? Because it looked that real. Wow. And the little bit that we see, you can see that there's going to be probably some fighting. There's mm. a little bit of humor. Aquafina is cast. That's the last dragon. So right now, you put Aquafina in anything, I will watch it. Yeah. Um, and the lead um, is voiced by Cassandra Steele. Now, this is one of the products that nobody kind of saw coming because we kind of expected a number of things to come out of D23, but this kind of came out of left field and and really was something that everybody got on board. I know, uh, Dimitri, you're a big fan of, yeah. of Disney. So Absolutely. when you saw this kind of breaking on Twitter, did you have any inkling this was going to kind of come out at I all? mean, it broke on Twitter, it broke on Disney, and no, I it, it's that that's one of the things about Disney. Mm. I mean, you never know until they want you to know. Yep. Yeah, and you know, it, it's it's great what they're able to accomplish and do in that sense. Um, so the big announcement comes out, and yeah, it's 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 amazing, and it's great that they continue to go on forward at mm. least with some original content. Which that's, we are kind of lacking in the Disney universe that's right what now. I appreciate which is, about yeah. it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, not, I won't step in your toes, but there are other stuff that I really enjoyed, too, mm-hmm. that was kind of original. I don't care if it's based on a ride. It's still mm. an original movie. Mm-hmm. But this one looked like an original like an original movie meant for the big screen yeah. that I can go in with fresh, <laughs> fresh eyes. Yeah. So that's what I look forward to. And that's to. what and I like about fantastic. that. It's like original original yes. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna before we get to number four on on Wendy's list. I uh, just want to remind you of who I am. My name is Simon Thompson. <laughs> you can find me on social media at uh, Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter. And also do be part of the show on the uh, if you're watching this live. Obviously, if you're not watching this live, it's completely redundant. Uh, but do feel free to watch us <laughs> live on YouTube and be part of the chat already. And then this morning, film nerd Jamie. Good morning to all. Enjoying my day off from my new job to watch this live. Uh, congratulations on your new job and welcome. Uh, Hugh Jennings. Uh, well, Joaquin Phoenix uh, isn't joking around. Are we thinking Oscar not already? We're going to be talking about the Joker later on in the show. Uh, Kana Egan is in there. MK Songbird's in there. Zeno is in there. The Blair Bitch Project is in there. Caden uh, Goose is in there. Uh, good morning, Caden. Uh, and also Senior Nerd. So do be part of that chat. You guys are the reason that we are here every week. So, Wendy, number four on your D23 list. Uh, it's not quite an original because it is based on a right, but Jungle Cruise had me shook. Just the presentation because The Rock was there. Yeah. He came in on... Uh, Laquila, which is like the boat that's in the movie, the little Jungle Cruise, and mm. then Emily Blunt came in her little like buggy car, and they just had this the back and forth banter the two of them have. Um, you can kind of tell their, their chemistry how playful they are with each other. Really sets a tone for what the movie is going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's got this like Indiana Jones adventure vibe, yeah. and you put the rock. It's like a Jumanji and Indiana Jones is kind of like how I like felt about it. And I was loving it, and they, they definitely incorporated the incorporated the ride in like the fake trailers that they gave us. Yeah. Um. Basically, there are two trailers, and they call them the dueling trailers because The Rock was like, "Here's my presentation." It was like The Rock, Jungle Cruise, and Emily Blunt comes out, and she was like, "So that was great, but I was in it for two seconds, and you didn't even show my name." So mm. here's my interpretation of my trailer, and it was like Emily Blunt. 
the Jungle Cruise, Dwayne Rock Johnson. It's a nice touch. Yeah, it's just, it's cute, you know? Um, and it got me, because I really didn't know what to think of mm. this movie, I was like, okay, like, the Pirates movie, Grey was, you know, like, the, because the base is based on the right. I love the first one. Don't want to talk about the other ones. But the Pirates movies were very much by name only. I mean, they didn't really reflect anything that you saw on the ride. There was occasionally a little nod well, to something. Yeah, a little, but little, little nod to it. it. Correct. And I think this one, it's. I feel like it's going to be in the same vein, but they definitely incorporated, like, you know, The Rock being the skipper, and they did take people on a little tour, and they joked about the backside of water. So this is, for true Disney fans who love Jungle Cruise, this movie is for you. I am waiting to find out if there's going to be a guy up a tree with a rhino trying to shove its horn up. His Please, guy's ass. yes, ha- there has that to be. That has to be in there. Has at to be some in point, there. Maybe in a flashback, or like, oh, remember when? And then it would be like the rock holding the pillar or something like that. So, Dimitri, so I just funny. want some O2H and some piranhas. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. And some... <laughs> on, on the on the on the, the thing <laughs> going round and round. <laughs> so, a Jungle Cruise. I mean, I, I was personally, I was not particularly excited by the movie, but seeing those trailers, I was actually very, very impressed. Very cute. Um, Dimitri, you spend a lot of time at Disneyland. <laughs> Too much. Do you think yes. this is going to make that ride almost impossible to get on after this movie comes out it's you know it's that's a great question because on a typical day it's about a 10 minute wait <laughs> yeah if it's anything over 10 minutes you know it's a busy day at the <laughs> parks and, <laughs> yeah, and they can't get on to anything else i personally love the jungle cruise sure. and what will be interesting uh from a park goer's perspective is, is will they like modify the ride to have it mirror the movie. Yeah. So like like they've done with pirates, mm-hmm. right? So mm. if, if they do that, absolutely yes. And I think for the first few weeks that Jungle Cruise movie or all the publicity leading up to Jungle Cruise and mm. then the movie comes out, yes, I think the wait times will 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 blow up a bit. Are you but, saying we could possibly see Dwayne Johnson animatronics in the Well, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would we I wouldn't even seen the movie, say yet, that, so. you know, but it wouldn't you know, they did such a great job, I think, with Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. You figure this ride can be tweaked. I mean, it's it's an old ride, but it's a charming yeah, yeah. ride. I love it. And, I, and your ride is only as good as the skipper. Yes. And they did modify it uh, for... It, it used to be the Jingle Cruise ride. I yep. don't know why they don't continue to do that anymore. Oh, yeah. They haven't done it for the past few years. It would be great if they would incorporate, maybe, but without having seen the movie, you know, it, it depends. How close is the movie going to be to the ride, mm-hmm. and will the ride become close to the movie so that they can do something and maybe yeah. add the rock in? If they do that, then, you know, you won't they see... They can shove him in a bush somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be to absolutely fa- fine. And then take ha- him out when they don't need it. They'll have to add fast pass. To the they, they will have to, yeah. For me to get back on the, the, the it. Fast, as much as I love it. The fast pass and the furious. <laughs> right. Uh, in the chat, Kame Egan. Uh, I'm excited to see the live action version of Mulan uh, and can't wait to see how glorious the battle scenes are going to be. Uh, Zeno Hour, two words, Moon Knight. Uh, this mm-hmm. old stoned... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yash, yes, we can see your comments in the chat. The Jungle Cruise is still happening. Yash, uh, the Jungle Cruise is very much happening uh, and is very much something that Disney are excited about. I don't know visually, it's really similar to Jumanji. Yes, I think people are going to um, draw comparisons with Jumanji, Yash, but to be honest with you, uh, nobody saw Jumanji coming. Uh, no. That was a movie that everybody thought was going to suck. I was one of them. We discussed it on the show uh, when Jeff used to co-host with me. Uh, Senior Nerd, uh, hey, no, Little Mermaid casting at D23, still not confirmed. Uh, Xeno Hour, uh, uh, the, the Blair Bitch Project, Disney is so successful because 
they always bring out the big guns at their conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yash saying Prince of Persia uh, was pretty well produced and acted Disney's best pirates ripoff, and that was in 2010. Yeah, absolutely. The- I've, I've got a place in my heart for Prince of Persia. Yeah, it's not as bad as people might believe it is. No, I think it's not bad. But, but there is one thing that I do want to say that I was a little bit surprised at. Like I like the whole dual trailer thing, right? Mm. But I gotta say, they ripped a page out of Paramount's book yeah. for that one because Paramount did that at CinemaCon for Sonic the Hedgehog of did all they? things. Oh yeah, oh. they did a Sonic trailer, and then they brought out Jim Carrey, mm. and Jim Carrey was like. That's not the movie. Goes, this is the movie. And then they played a trailer that was mm. Jim Carrey they did. heavy mm. and, you know, Little Sonic. He goes, but yeah. this is the main character and it was Very the doctor. Similar. So it was really interesting, interesting. that because Disney's usually the, the innovator yeah. of doing that. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, they, they, this is like a Paramount thing. Again, the audience from CinemaCon, which is big, mm-hmm. but not as big as D23. And that is so. definitely more of an industry thing rather Absolutely. than a yeah. consumer-fronting thing. Yeah. Uh, number three on your list, Wendy. Oh, okay, this one's battling it out with the other one. I'm trying to think which one I want to take <laughs> off uh, my list. But okay. I, I have to talk about the two Pixar movies sure. that are coming out, Soul and Onward. Both look phenomenal. Both look like... I'm probably going to cry my eyes out in both. Um, Onward really struck a chord with me because I really like that fantasy, mythical type of thing. Mm. It's voiced uh, by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Yep. They play a little elf brothers, uh, Ian and Barley Lightfoot. And it's just really funny to see like that mythological mythological creatures living in like today's world. Yeah. You know, like they have airplanes, they have cell phones, they have cars, and they've kind of forgotten like the magic and the spells and and this movie is really going to kind of take these two brothers back in that journey. Uh, they, they both sound really, really good, and it's also yeah. really nice to see uh, Pixar continuing with those uh, original IPs. Uh, number two on your list. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Mulan. I'm okay. gonna give it to the to the footage because I was hoping we would see some extended stuff. Sure. And they showed us the matchmaker scene. Okay. And I know a lot of people, myself included, when they first said. Oh, the music is not going to be in it. There's not going to be Mushu. We're just kind of like, wait, what? Because that's what a lot of people liked about Mulan. But essentially, if you look at the actual story of Mulan, none of those things actually existed. So it does make sense to me that Disney are choosing to go a different direction than the animated. But I wanted them to kind of keep something intact from the animated that we liked so much. Mm. And that matchmaker scene kind of sets it. It's the very first scene, you know, up uh, where Mulan basically like fails her test with the matchmaker. And I was thinking, how are they going to do it so it doesn't look super cartoony, but kind of keep, you know, that th- feel. Th- that, that kind of feel. Yeah. And and they really did it with, um, instead of a cricket, it was a spider. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mulan's sister is deathly afraid of spiders. So Mulan tries to hide it under a, tea- a teapot. But right. the matchmaker wasn't having it. She was like, well, the teapot goes in the center of the table. You can't just move it. And she was trying to be like, well, it also looks great over here. And she's like, no, it doesn't move it back. She moves it back. The spider is like it's like one of the most hideous spiders ever. It's it's got like those long like yellow and black legs, and I'm like, where did you find that? Everybody freaks out. The spider jumps on everybody. So Mulan, essentially, by doing that, it caused chaos. And she tried to catch all the teapots, which was kind of cute. Her hair comes unfurled, and she loses her balance, and she falls down. Everything is broken. So of course, naturally, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Uh, they leave, and that's when the army, you know, and we go from a very humorous tone yeah. to kind of like, ooh, like shame on the on the Hua family, to the army coming in and saying, 
every every household has to contribute one man to the war. It's nice to to, to hear that obviously Mulan <laughs> does kind of stick closely to the original movie in some ways, but also mm-hmm. uh, kind of carve its own sort of you know its own niche in there. Because I think one of the biggest and you guys may agree or disagree, but one of the biggest criticism of the Lion King this year was the fact that it was it was so similar to the original, which some people wanted and some people didn't want. And so you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You can replicate or you can reinvent. And some people are going to be pissed either way, yeah. and other people are going to be pissed either way. So, Dimitri, but on this. it worked in Beauty and the Beast. People didn't give a crap about that yeah. when they added completely new scenes. Uh, they didn't care so much about Cinderella. Personally, yeah, uh, Lion King, they just reanimated it. That's all they did, and mm-hmm. that bothers them because they didn't do anything. Aladdin, I, I liked more than Lion King. Um, not the greatest of films, but at least they, mm. they took an effort to make it different. As soon as I heard with Mulan, oh, there's no Mushu, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I just want to see, like, if you're going to keep on doing this live action stuff, don't do a shot for shot. Just let me see something that's beautiful. Give me that good... Do take. something new. The reason why these animated movies, the classics, worked wasn't just because, it, well... In part, the beautiful animation, mm. the hand-drawn animation, but it was the story. Mm. Yeah. The stories draw you in. So the story should be, you should plug it into one thing. You should be able to plug it into something else, and the story should still work. Yeah. So that's all I'm looking forward to. Everything I've seen on Mulan, the production value, the performance, the, the, the talent looks fantastic. I'll be honest with you, it was a movie that I was not at all excited about. Mm-hmm. Mulan is not one of my favorite Disney movies by, by any stretch. It's kind of mid-table for me, but it, it is mm-hmm. a movie that I'm now genuinely excited excited about and I think the excitement comes in the fact that they are doing something slightly different um, which I think is really important Uh, number two on your list Wendy for D23 was that number two was that number that two? Uh, that was number two. Okay, so I mean, I was like, one. I can, I can squeeze. <laughs> <one. laughs> yeah, we can mention some more stuff at the top, but let's I mean, go to your top one. Obviously, well, we can we can do an, another honorable mention here. All the Marvel stuff, like sure. you know, whether it's Disney Plus or or the announcements for the date for Black Panther two. I'm mm-hmm. excited for Moon Knight. I'm excited for Miss Marvel, and, my, and I'm excited for She Hulk. And that you know, reasons like that is why I was like. I gotta get the Disney Plus. I gotta, I gotta save my money for all the stuff that they have coming out for the stu- from the studio. So yeah. I'm very excited for the Marvel stuff. Uh, number one, it's gotta go to right the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I think everybody probably knows it. That trailer was really, really good. I had no idea at all that they were gonna give us Dark Ray at the end. Yeah, that just pushed me over the edge. Like I sat next to our friend Carla Renata and I screamed. I screamed when they showed with the double isolator and it like comes open. I'm like, what did we just see? Yeah, the, the, the Sith Army knife, as it's been called <laughs> on. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's so good. Mm. It's really, really good. And I and I love seeing the cast out on stage and, you know, Odin New and JJ and, and Kathleen Kennedy kind of come out speaking. It just kind of reignited my excitement for Star Wars. Great to see Billy D. Williams uh, coming out on yes. stage, obviously. And I'm just very excited that this movie exists in the same universe as Action Jackson. <laughs> um, which uh, I, I never thought I would see a crossover movie. Um, I, I hope we're going to see Papa Duck's balls in a jar uh, in this Star Wars movie at some point. And by the way, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Action Jackson is a movie that Billy D. Williams starred in in the 1980s. I'm going. Well, yeah. it, was, uh, it was Apollo Creed. It was Action Jackson. Yeah, um, that's I right. can't think of his name. Apollo Creed. Oh, who, who oh, played oh, Apollo? Oh. Look, we have the internet. Yeah. We're going to look Someone will remind us. Apollo Creed yeah. was Action Jackson. I, I, I forget who his female star was, but yeah, he was... I mean, who did Billy D? 
Was Billy D. Williams in? I think Billy D. Williams. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is Action Jack. Yeah, and they tried to get. I, I put Action Jackson up there with like Remo Williams. Yes, it was one of those B-level Remo movies. Remo armed and dangerous. Really, Great movie. Another good movie. Great. <laughs> another really good movie. So, um, but yeah, Billy D. Williams. Look, the guy couldn't be happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right when they brought him out at Star Wars Celebration. He had a hello for everybody. Oh. Yeah. And apparently signing autographs. Really? Just a delight. Gosh. You know, you can tell he's up there in the years. Which mm. is, you understand this. You understand. Yeah. Um, but it's just amazing to see him like back in the Falcon. This legacy trailer that they showed. Look, I was always... We talked about it here on Meet the Movie Press. We did, yeah. The first trailer, you don't need anything else. Mm. You don't need another trailer, as far as I was concerned. But now I see the legacy trailer, I'm like, okay, you can go with that one. They can end with this one, and they don't have to give me anything else until the no. movie comes out, and I'm okay with it. But, you know, in, in, but as immediately as it, it was talked about, everybody was talking about Dark Ray, and it was pissing me off. Because it's like... <gasps> But you don't know what the context in which they right. And they did this with the last trailer for yes. um, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they kind of took stuff out of context. They mm-hmm. switched scenes around. They created a different narrative, which I, I'm actually fine with because it doesn't spoil the movie. So when you get to see the final product, you get something that is very different. You don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually fine with that. A lot of people read a lot of stuff into the trailer last Yeah, week. and it's like just... Stop! Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. The bottom line is, you don't know. Yeah. We don't know, but and I think it's also... Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. No, and Bugs, yeah. that's good. Oh. It's good that we don't know. Yeah. And you don't pretend that you know, mm. because you don't. But some people it's, love to pretend that they know. That's, I, I, I there's a, there's a whole so industry But then when that. the movie comes out, yeah. they're the loudest to say it didn't fit their theory. Correct. And I don't care about your theory i just want to see the movie yeah and it's I not a subway sandwich out. it's not a subway sandwich you don't get to make these movies yeah uh, wendy your thoughts on this yeah i i agree with completely what you said i i i think everybody's talking about it because it is a very exciting image the visual looks great yeah. and and that of course comes like the explosion of like fan theories and speculations which i think to me is like the funnest part of like anticipating a star wars movie no. but you have to for me anyways no. but you have to Remember that these are your speculations and theories. If you happen to hit, yeah. hit it on like the nail on the head and you walk in and you come out of the movie, you're like, that's exactly what I thought. Great. Mm. You're an oracle. But we don't know what it's going to be. We can think what we know. So I think it's really important to kind of remind ourselves to, to be like, here's our fun theories. Let's go in and see what the movie is. Yeah. And then don't be disappointed. When you, don't get so caught up, like yeah. what you said. Just enjoy the damn in, movie. In your own theory, then, then you're like, the movie sucks because it didn't fit my narrative. Right. It's like, don't be that person. And very quickly, I want to mm-hmm. go to Demetria. I saw you being quite vocal about this online this week uh, with the uh, poster. Mm. Oh, oh, that poster. You yeah. hate it? No. Oh, I, I, was like, I oh, thought no. the poster was awesome. In fact, cool. somebody's bringing me a poster. Scott said he got me a poster. I think the poster, again, you know, one thing throughout the history of Star Wars, yep. the history of Star Wars, they have had everybody from, like, the Drew Stroysons of the world, they've made great posters. Mm. This poster, is, it, again, it's just so amazing, and it looks great. The whole thing with Palpatine, again, I don't know how he factors in. Yeah. But it's just great. It's just phenomenal. I have loved Rey since Force Awakens. Mm. 
just wanted to know what behind her character. I think her story in Last Jedi was was totally amazing. The connection with Kylo, I think, is unique. Mm. It's different from Luke and 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 Darth Vader. Yep. Uh, and I just I want to see how this plays out. This whole Palpatine thing. I want to see how they utilize Leia, Carrie Fisher. Uh, I want to see all these characters from Poe Dameron coming back. I I love these characters. I love what J.J. did and how they've created this. I'm a huge fan of Last Jedi. This poster, I think, is amazing, and it'll look great on my wall somewhere. (laughs) If I can fit it in. You'll find find (laughs) space. It's a wonderful poster. You'll find space. Uh, In the chat, the Blair Bitch Project. Uh, Hey, Simon, uh, do you think uh, Disney would offer the three-year $140 Disney Plus deal to the public, even for a limited time? Uh, I'd sign up yesterday if they did. It is actually available to the public. Yes, it is available. Um, As you mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah, you have to go and do that. Go to the D23 website. I think it's d23.com. You can sign up as a general member. Uh, You don't have to pay uh, even the $99 uh, for an annual subscription, and you'll get your code, and you can do that. But as Wendy says, Uh, you have to do that by the second. I I mean, is Netflix right now going, oh, like, I mean, how many people, I mean, aside from D23, which is a lot of people, right? But once you just unleash it, to everybody and you say three years for this much Ooh. money yeah I mean it's, it's, just, it's crazy it don't is. know how I'm going to work that out on my taxes but there you go <laughs> uh, uh, Yash saying every Asian household uh, and shame uh, don't bring shame to your family and house etc uh, that was picking up from Mulan uh, MK Songbird correctly confirming uh, that uh, the project uh, the D23 membership is available to the public you can do that at the moment uh, Connie Egan do you think Disney is going to burn out with the live action remakes reboots of their classic films uh, not for the next couple of years Kame uh, because uh, they have a shitload lined up uh, let's have a look what else people are saying uh, Yash uh, Moon Knight and She-Hulk are TV shows and Eternals is a movie yes. question mark yeah mm-hmm. absolutely correct uh, film nerd Jamie uh, Rise of Skywalker looks like a nothing burger ooh film nerd Jamie interesting uh, Dark Ray uh, reeks of misdirection there from film Jamie uh, yeah I absolutely agree um, I- I'm not entirely sure that what we saw in the trailer is what we're going to see in the movie uh, Kame Egan there final word on this uh, I must be in the minority who enjoyed The Last Jedi and Ray potentially going to the dark side or not is a fabulous teaser which made my geek heart explode um mm-hmm. no uh Kame, you are not alone i also enjoyed the last jedi and took a lot of shit for it me too uh, when i said so yeah um, but uh, yeah one thing about the live action too though yep. uh, it, it, to, to, to cammy's question now that they have disney plus mm. because i unfortunately also saw the trailer for lady and the tramp mm-hmm. which looks like santa paws i mean yep. it just looks it look, it looks, that it, sounds it looks, so cute. Yeah, it's like one of those Hallmark. I mean, it looks like Underdog. Yeah. Uh, it looks horrible. Yeah. And I'm going, yeah, this I is why I think that's why, why it's have, on Disney Plus and not That's why you have Disney Plus. Yeah. Because you're not going to taint the theatrical. Mm. Correct. But, I, I, you know, I mean, that's Disney Plus. So, yes, I think the live action, so long as they keep on bringing in box office... It's going to happen. Well, we know for the next couple of years that they've confirmed an absolute slew of projects. So, uh, <laughs> slew is a good ain't, word. Ain't going to happen See? anytime. That ain't going to slow down soon. Uh, okay, uh, we need to move on to other news. We've, we've spent half the show talking about Disney. Uh, so let's talk about the Joker trailer. Uh, that dropped this week uh, to a resoundingly phenomenal uh, level of uh, positivity. Obviously, it is going to be premiering at festivals uh, imminently. So we're going to probably see the first reviews for that as well. People are already saying, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. 
I would actually, I mean, obviously we saw Black Panther nominated uh, last year in the Best Picture category. I think this is possibly the first comic book movie, as in the character is a comic book Mm. character, that genuinely stands a chance of potentially winning Best Picture. Your thoughts, first of all, uh, on the trailer, Dimitri. Love the trailer. Yeah. Um, I was I was fortunate enough when I saw it at Warner Brothers uh, Exhibitor screening, they, they showed the trailer. It's a fantastic trailer. Mm. I heard from Warner Brothers execs that it's a great movie. Um, again, I, I don't want to get into the, the, the Oscar hyperbole and hype until sure. seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. Everything looks like it hits... It's marks like wonderfully. Yeah. It looks like a Chris Nolan film without being a Chris Nolan film. Very much so. Joaquin Phoenix, who I was give or take, like, you know, because uh, who's the gentleman, Jared Leto, who played him in Suicide Squad, you yep. thought he might have taken, but Joaquin yeah. Phoenix looks amazing. This looks like they're going to give the Joker a little bit of sympathy, mm-hmm. which you don't, you wouldn't assume that that would happen. Uh, and they take from various comics stories and arcs it, it yep. appears look i it's 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 a must see for this fall i think and if you're if you're confident enough to show it in film festivals like toronto yeah that means you have the goods yeah. like because this is a big movie like if it was an indie film yes you want to be in a film festival and leave it up to the fates whether people like it or mm-hmm. not you're not going to show one of your big tentpole movies unless you have confidence in it. Yeah. Because the last thing you want is people coming out of a film festival saying... Yeah, <laughs> okay. and you don't want that. Although so. I mean, although that has happened previously when we've had Star Wars movies premiering at say Cannes and that kind of mm. thing. So that does happen once in a blue moon. But certainly, I think Joker they are very very confident in. Uh, Wendy, your thoughts on the trailer this week? Really liked the trailer. I liked it so much more than the teaser. There was yeah. something about mm. the teaser that just didn't pull me in as much as this one did. Mm-hmm. This and and they obviously used a lot of the same footage, yeah. but it gave us a little bit more about Arthur Fleck and about and more of him. As the Joker, which is what I was all about for this one, like all my favorite like shots and scenes were uh, Walking Phoenix as as he's going more full Joker, and also that laugh in the beginning as he rounds the corner in the hallway mm. creeped me out. And I went back and listened to it a bunch of times because I really like that laugh. I don't think it's easy to to nail a Joker it laugh. Great, doesn't it? Yeah, it just gets right in there. And also the way he he does it, that vibe where he's just <laughs> practical, like, you know, as a comedian, he mm. just rounds the corner and just like, and then his face kind of changes a little bit right afterwards. Ah, it's it's really good. I'm very excited. I'm really sad that I'm not going to see it at TIFF because yeah. I leave right before it screens, which is, it's okay. I mean, look, it comes out in October. I will go see it in theaters. I think it's for the Oscar buzz uh, that everybody's talking mm. about. Obviously, we can't judge it because we haven't seen the movie. Sure. Based on the trailer, it ticks all the boxes. That would be, you know, for an, uh, a nomination. Yeah. Um, I would not be. I would not be surprised if it was on, nominated based on like the trajectory and and, and the trailer. Um, and I think it'd be kind of cool if a comic book movie won for a movie that I was. I, I kind of thought was a bit of a bad idea originally. Um, I'm I'm very <laughs> much very much on board with this. Uh, did you uh, like the trailer a lot? Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed the trailer actually. It and again, you know, very 
much like Wendy said, it really filled out the story for me. Right. Um, and it wasn't just about spectacle or being, oh, here's something quirky we're doing in the DC universe. Yeah. Um, it really did seem like it completely disconnected from everything DC. And it just looks like a, a, a really good movie. It just looks like a really solid standalone yeah, yes. film. I, I like your, I like the disconnect from DC. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Never thought of that, really. But yes. Yeah. Absolute. This, this looks. Stands you could call it something else. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can hate comic book movies and go to this. Clown, right. It's just a great movie. Yeah. Clowning I, I, around. Yeah, it. no. It I mean, so many things. Yeah. It chapter three. We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> uh, let's talk about what people are saying in the chat. Uh, Yash saying Joker looks mixed for me. Um, it took me a little while to be won over, but actually, I'm I'm on board now. Uh, Yash, but I see some people might not necessarily be. Um, perhaps burnt by previous comic book movies. Mm. Uh, Selwonk, I'm from the future. Joaquin won the Oscar, <laughs> uh, which is which is good. Um, <clears throat> well, hopefully it was handed by uh, John Travolta and he got the name right. Um, <clears throat> oh, no. Film nerd Jamie, best picture. I'm willing to bet Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, will be the film to beat. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> I think they're certainly going to both be in that category this year um, for, for whatever reason. Animation Dude was disappointed when I saw The Matrix re-release last night um, and they only played the first trailer in Instead of the new Jake trailer before the uh, before the movie, um, I'm very surprised they didn't play the Jake trailer. Uh, Yash, I feel that what Peter Farley did with Green Book, Todd Phillips is going to have with Joker, um, but obviously with less racism. Zeno <coughs> uh, Hour, Yash, I feel the same. Joker looks very intriguing, yet I'm not hyped like the others. Maybe it's the comic book diehard in me is looking for something a bigger hook uh, besides it being a character study. To be honest with you, on that point, um, I actually think a character study is something that has been lacking. Um, from a lot of comic book movies, so it's something that you know what, what what obviously you're not looking forward to. I actually is something that is very much a positive for me in this. Yeah, um, and, it's, and it's going to be especially as a canon. villain, right? Yeah. And it's going to become <clears throat> cinematic canon, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, within the comic books, there have been so many Joker origins, and that's part of the the, the, the quote unquote charm for that character is yeah. that nobody really knows is he the Red Hood? Is he this? this was he a comedian? Right. This and even. What I loved about uh, the Dark Knight returns, uh, yeah, the Dark Knight is that you don't know who this character really is, even though they do the background check and all that. But Alfred had the best lines. Some people just want to see the world mm-hmm. burn, and that's what the Joker character was. And yeah. Ledger was awesome. He yes. got nominated for it. Uh, Jack Nicholson uh, was great as the Joker too. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. So, and again. A different kind of Joker. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin really sold me on this. I, I was. Do you I know? What? I think every generation has their Joker. <laughs> Cesar and, Romero. Yes, Cesar Dude. Romero. And I, I think that it's a case of Heath Ledger for us is recent history, but yeah. for people who are now going to go and see this, they would have been children when Heath Ledger died, and yeah. you know they've seen The Dark Knight Rises now, uh, or The Dark Knight rather, um, and so they're familiar with that. But this is going to be the one that lands in theaters for them. Yeah. So right. this is going to be their Jack Nicholson. This is going to be their Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. This is going to be their Whacking Phoenix as yeah. Joker. And personally, for a movie that I thought was a horrible fucking idea, <laughs> it's now perhaps my most anticipated uh, movie of the next couple of months. I can't wait. Uh, also on that list uh, is Martin Scorsese's 12T hour long The Irishman, <laughs> uh, which is going to get a November wait, release in theatres and on Netflix. It's Apparently it's a year long. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole year long. You can go to Ireland and back. Yeah. 
from California. Yeah. And, yeah. Interesting. It's, yeah, you can walk there and back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's apparently three hours long. Uh, okay. Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Okay. Uh, apparently there's some sort of award this year for the longest movie. <laughs> it's three and um, a half hours. It's three and a half hours. Comes yeah. To you. Yeah, yeah, it's like three and a half. It's yeah. three, three point, and a half? It's three point five You can five literally hours. drive to San Diego and back in the time that oh. it would watch you, uh, take you to watch The Irishman. But it's getting a November release in theatres and then it's going to be on Netflix. Theatres first for a couple of weeks and then Netflix. Um, are you guys going to wait to see this on Netflix or are you going to go and see it in theatres? Now, when, I feel like we can answer together. When Roma came out last year, <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't watch it on Netflix. I waited a couple of weeks to go and see it in okay. theatres. I went to see it in the Vista here in East LA. Um, and I'm really glad that I did because that was a movie that I think you, uh, from the sound design and from the pure sort of you know experience the movie you needed to see that movie to get the real experience i didn't love it but you needed to see that on the big screen in a theatrical experience um Mm -hmm. they spent a lot of time on the sound design and that really added an extra layer to that movie do you are you going to wait to see it in on netflix or are you going to go to theaters (gasps) i want to change my answer okay okay we shouldn't i can't change my answer okay okay the time, the runtime scares me so much mm-hmm. that I want to wait for Netflix. Okay. But I feel like it's almost a crime to watch a Martin Scorsese film not in theaters. Some people are going to watch it on their phones, and I'm going to slap their really? phones out of their well, fucking hands. I can't stare he's at the right. phone for three no, hours like that. People will do it. He's absolutely Your right. eyes will hurt. You're not going to get anything. No, they don't right, give a shit. They'll no, do it. He's, oh, absolutely, he's no. absolutely right. That's guys, what, don't do that. That's what bothers don't me do that. about... All of this. I mean, it's not going to be playing. You'll be able to find it in Landmark at some eye picks. Mm-hmm. And maybe even, say, and I believe Alamo, Draft House. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure that places like New Beverly are going to, you know, uh, they've done previous Netflix releases. They've programmed sure. those for a few days. But that's out here. I'm like, if, if you're, I don't know, if you're in Missouri, I don't know. Again, it's one of those things. AMC, Regal, uh, Cinemark have already said no. Uh, right. I know that that Netflix did campaign heavily to try to work with them to try to come up with some deal, and nothing was amenable to the exhibitor. So mm-hmm. I understand that mm-hmm. three point five hour movie. You know, I, I I respect people who went to see Roma on a big screen because the sound design is something. It was to be seen and to be heard. Look to me, the biggest crime is the biggest crime here to me, and I blame Paramount for all of this. Okay, I do because. You know, I understand that there's a ballooning budget. The movie's about $200 million mm. for, 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 for for a crime drama. And it's actually, it's a Jimmy Hoffa movie. And we've had Jimmy Hoffa stories before. But Scorsese deserves the Paramount treatment. Scorsese deserves the main studio treatment. So the studio that dropped it. And the studio, the, the like the major, the Universal, the Sony, yeah. uh, Lionsgate, anybody who, who didn't pick it up, I say shame on them mm. because it is Martin Scorsese. Like you don't, he deserves your respect. He does, but with his last movie that Paramount released, audiences simply just didn't turn out. Which uh, right now I forget what that silence is. A, was it silence? Well, what was his last mainstream? Yeah, I know, but that wasn't like a mainstream. Like his, it's been a while last... since he had a mainstream movie. Yeah. To be honest with I mean, you, and you know, from from Shutter Island to I know he's done Shutter Island was probably the last one, right? Uh, the Irishman Mean Street, mm, Shutter Island. Good. I mean, Wolf of Wall yeah. Street, we can't forget. Wolf of Wall, Wall Street, Street. Yeah. Yeah. actually, oh, that, that was definitely. I really, that was really yeah. love that. Right. Twenty fourteen, but it's more Scorsese. Yeah. I, I understand. 
I, I do. But again, to me, it's a person who has so regaled cinema and mm. movie-going experience. It was sad to me that he took a deal from Netflix. It really was. It broke my heart because yeah. it's like you're Martin Scorsese. Yeah, you yeah. deserve. Like, and again, I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm coming down on Netflix. Mm. I understand the deal that they made. Fantastic for them. It adds to that cachet. But they're also gonna. I bet you they outspend Roma for an Academy push, mm. and they spent. They spent a ton of money for Roma yep. in the Academy, for Martin Scorsese. It was, they, they spent more on that movie than any other campaign ever. Like last year. They or beat ever, the yeah. Weinsteins, really? who you would buy the awards. Ooh. So that's why. I, I The whole thing bothers me because it's Martin Scorsese. Mm. I would say the same thing if it were Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's just they deserve, they deserve the best. And yeah. they deserve... They deserve top tier. They're getting top tier for what Netflix is. Yeah. Top, Netflix is top of their game right now. Yeah. But they deserved a universal. And I, I absolutely agree, but I think we there's business and there's reverence. And yeah, I yeah. think ultimately, yeah. I just think business has, has won out in this one. Um, and I think the people who, who, who want to go and see it will go and see it in movie theaters. Yeah. Um, but I can, you know, and I don't think people who experience it, it on Netflix are going to get quite the same experience. It won't be the same unless you have some sick home studio. No, you've got to have a badass system. Like, like one of those yeah. really expensive with the chairs and the sound or system. Or a huge TV. And it's, even yeah. then you're still not going to get yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. And, and execs who have those kind of screening rooms, I'm sure there are prints that Netflix are going to loan them. There, there, There's a circuit. Yeah. Uh, the Bel Air circuit. Mm-hmm. So people will get to watch it and that environment but you know when you're talking even even places like san diego or even like uh, outer places in massachusetts they don't have a lot of these theaters where yeah. where this is going to play it's not going to be playing at a theater near them so but, only- but also to, to be honest with you as a counterpoint there are a lot of people in those markets who the majority just wouldn't come out for it you, you, you know you, so again you it's right. but if it's a good movie on christmas time you never know. Yeah. Like, that's the weird thing. Yeah. You didn't take the gamble on Martin Scorsese, on Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Jesus Christ, you got Joe Pesci back for yeah. crying but out loud. I, I have a friend of mine who wrote because a book it, about yeah. Al Pacino, uh, yeah. Mark Searby in, in London. And when he pitched that book to publishers, the amount of publishers that were like Al Pacino, is he relevant anymore? So we're, we're struggling against the tide of people who think yeah. these are just mm. old fucks. No. Sadly, you know, oh, and I, it's sadly, just... you're right. Yeah, sadly, it, you're right. It sucks. We get it. Sometimes the market doesn't. You're right. Uh, you're right. Yash saying, uh, the Irishman looks small wow. scale, not a single shot in the trailer had any of the Wolf of Wall Street's grandiose or even silences nuance. Uh, I would disagree. They're completely different. They're completely different types of movie. Um, I think comparing the two is like comparing a cucumber with a with an ape. Um, the Blair Bitch Project, I prefer the theatre experience. Mm. Film nerd Jamie, running length and pace are two different things. Absolutely. The digital de-aging uh, will be what makes or breaks the Irishman, not how long it is. Um, I think it's going to be a mix of both, to be honest with you. Um, and I'll be honest with you, as much as I want to see it in the movie theatres, I'm going to pick very carefully where I go because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to get their phones out. Yep. You know, because right. they just three and a half hours ask someone to turn their, move, their yeah. phone off for three and a half hours and oh, it's like, I'll need to cut the leg off at the Blair Bitch Project. <laughs> it's Scorsese! Don't overthink it. Xeno Hour. And cinephiles want to see the Irishman in a theatre. Y'all hate bathrooms that much lol uh, buy a big soda pee in the cup the Blair Bitch Project it's fine as a last resort see movies on a phone if you have no other choice
choice. However, if you have a theatre option, that is number one. I will never understand why people watch movies on phones. I To this day, I don't give a shit whether it's Paul Blart Moore Cop. I don't care. I don't know why anybody would watch their movie on a phone. I don't get it either. The I just don't get time it. time I kind of accept it is if you're on a plane. Yep. And it's the... Because your phone really... The stupid screen they give you in the seat in front of you isn't that much bigger than your phone. iPad, so, iPad, well, iPad, if you have one, borrow no, an iPad. Listen, I, I'm just... Stare I, on somebody else's shoulder, I'm, watch their iPad. I, listen, I, I'm with you. That's the only time, like, you know, because you're yeah. on a plane. I That I get. Anywhere else, why? Why, yeah. why, why? If this movie was Godfather 4, 3.5 uh, <laughs> hours is a breeze. Uh, that's from Yash. Absolutely, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, final word on this, uh, the Blair Bitch Project. Uh, I'd watch a Scorsese movie about toothpicks. Uh, do you know what? If Netflix would buy it, maybe we'll see Scorsese's toothpicks. Yeah, and, and one other thing, too, about Netflix is we're never going to know how much money we will never know we'll, we'll never also know. never know how many people watched it right. yeah. uh, merrily yeah. we roll along might take richard lingley to 20 years to finish uh this was an announcement yesterday uh interesting news uh on this front <laughs> i'll be sold it's <laughs> just like 20 years it's like are you kidding me is it going to take that long to play in the i was just thinking too? 20 years of think pieces on blogs i don't know if i'm ready for <laughs> yeah. that there, there's going to be a lot of those, I think. All of those actors in it, are they going to be relevant in 20 years? Are they going to be around in 20 years? Will I give a shit in 20 oh, years? Oh, God. I'm struggling to, to care now. And 20 years. I just, I mean, Richard, I God. love the idea, <laughs> but no. God bless you, Richard, did in boyhood, right? It yeah. Was that was fine. Wait, 20 years? Yeah. That's two decades to you and me. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, 20 years is a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. When are you at all excited about this? I appreciate the idea. I mm. actually do think it's really interesting. I think it's it's kind of ballsy, to be honest with you, to be like, hey, actors, you ready to commit the next 20 years? of your? I mean, they're not shooting every single day for 20 years. Yeah. But just to, to think about the announcement came out yesterday, 20 years, and then in 20 years, do we look back? I also don't want to go Maybe into the theater. Maybe they've been filming it for five. We just didn't oh, know. Well, that's true. No, that's true. That's Maybe true it's too. already been five years, So we get years, another 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I just worry that, like, you know, that's like a big deal, right? It takes mm. it took 20 years to film. And then, like, what are people going to be expecting when they go in the theater? And I think, are they going to be left? Because I think they're going to be hyped going in to see this, this piece. Yeah. And then they're going to come out and be like, meh. How I don't old? want it to be like that. I want people to appreciate and it. And how old is Richard Linklater? So oh, I'm going to say he's in his... Uh, he's 59. Uh, he's 59. He's 59. So he's, he's going to be, be 79, yeah. When this is all said He's probably done. forgotten he's made the movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, it, he's going to be 80. But the cast, I mean, <laughs> the cast, I mean, even Jesus. if they become huge stars, is anybody going to... I mean, if they do become huge stars, then you've got to renegotiate contracts. They're stuck doing this movie. Uh, if another really? studio so? buys the studio... Make them sign something? Well, I mean, yeah, but, you know, contracts are made to be broken. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is Hollywood's, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm not uh, sure on this. Well, and Boyhood took how long? 12. It's 12, too long. 12 years. Right? 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he only used those people, like, not even for... A couple of weeks each yeah, time, it's, it's yeah. Just a, mm-hmm. you know, and they and they did sign, and then they were happy to do it. Yeah, but 
20 years. People in the chat, Yash, I think Terence Malick has something to say about spending 10 <laughs> years plus making movies. 10 years plus is not like a wine. It doesn't make a good movie. Uh, Goldman plus. Vision. Uh, would CGI be cheaper than 20-year contracts? Perhaps. Uh, wow. Yash, lol. Uh, Senor Nerd, have... have uh, have Betty White in the Linklater movie and <laughs> she'll still be around when the movie is finally out 100% uh, yeah and, uh, and film nerd Jamie gotta respect Richard Linklater doing a dick measuring contest against himself uh, biggest <laughs> one in three counties uh, remember how crazy boyhood sounded when it was first announced around 2002 do you remember when it was announced in 2002 I don't. Uh, uh, other news this week. Uh, it, it Chapter 3 isn't in development yet, but director Andy uh, thinks there's enough mythology for another movie. Please don't. Agreed. Please done. don't. I'm yeah, done. I'm done. I mean, that that to me would... I I wouldn't. I mean, it's going to open and, and big. And this is not me saying, and I can't speak for you guys, but I, I, saw, the, I saw the second... I saw It Chapter yeah, 2. Yeah, I, I saw I, it last and weekend. I, and I liked it. I didn't. Uh, but I... Even though I liked it, I don't feel the need for a third one. No, no, no I'm done. I'm done with that. Dimitri, on this? Yeah, I mean, I, with a, I mean, I don't know if there's a review embargo. I did see it, but it's done. It's over. It's, yeah. it's over, Johnny. Um, they, the, the mythology in the book was, like, Stephen King wrote it so well, um, which the second movie didn't even attempt. The first movie to try but I don't need any more of this mythology. Mm. Now, I, with that said, though, I can't wait for Doctor Sleep. Yeah, 100%. This is the mythology, too, that I read that book, and I was like, God, he nailed it. I didn't think, I didn't, I had no expectations on that book until I read it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this works. And as soon as they announced the movie, I'm like, this <laughs> is see, a I, I would be open to a King universe some, mm. somehow mm. At, at Warner. I would be very much open to that. But as far as, I mean, I struggle to, to care to the end of It Chapter 2. We'll talk about the movie uh, in a couple of weeks when it, it comes out next Friday. So we'll talk about it on next week's show. I'll be honest with you, I, I, I struggle to care by the end of this one. Um, you know, I was I was not a big fan. It's possibly my biggest disappointment of the year really? when it comes to movies but i'll go more into that next week uh other news very quickly halloween kills adds anthony michael hall as the grown-up tommy doyle paul rudd was not available he's doing ghostbusters anthony <laughs> michael hall welcome back to hollywood sir Ooh. welcome back to hollywood yeah. uh good news good casting you're you're a big halloween fan yeah Dimitri. i mean it's great that they're bringing tommy back ever since like little brian andrews and then the introduction into the cinematic world mm -hmm. of paul rudd um but yeah, I think he's great. I'm going to be very since I really I I really enjoyed the Lost Halloween movie with the exception of one character. I'm going to be curious as to how they bring Tommy Doyle back and if he's more Laurie Strode or if he's more Laurie Strode's niece. Yeah. Like mm. is he suffering from PTSD? Because this is a character that we really he outside of the Paul Rudd movie, uh, the curse of I believe it was the curse of Michael Myers. Yep. Halloween four, right? Uh, six, six. <clears throat> that one was. Uh, we never really we we never saw Tommy Doyle again. He was not in Halloween two, and you always wonder. He's been in the comics, yeah, and he had a great little arc in the comic books. But it'll be interesting to see how. Tommy Doyle as or Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle has weathered the storm. Yeah, and uh, I think it's great. It's a great idea. 
to bring that character back. And I'm going to think on the subject of weathering the storm <laughs> by the fact that uh, that Anthony uh, uh, it looks a little bit uh, worn. Mm-hmm. I'm suggesting not well. I'm thinking uh, he I, hasn't I what you're exactly yeah. had a good uh, time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's a bit lived in. Yeah, I think it's, it's good. Uh, your I'm, thoughts on this very quickly, Wendy? I'm quite curious. Uh, I, I like the idea yeah. of him of of adding Tommy back into the story. I am I'm most curious, and Dimitri said it best. If he's going to be more in the Laurie realm of the mind frame or Laurie's niece, but yeah. I think most likely not well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the casting. I'm very excited about these movies. Um, I, I, you know, like Dimitri, I was a big fan of, of Halloween, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, Goldman Vision, uh, Muschietti uh, is only saying that he could do it, Chapter 3, to bump uh, up his bargaining rights that he has. Uh, if he says he could do it, it'll cost Warner Brothers more. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, I think so, but let's just let this one die. Uh, Zeno Hour, Shazam versus Pennywise, Dawn of Unnecessary Crossovers. Uh, and uh, Yash, I feel like the It Chapter 2 reception enforces my theory uh, that Kerry Fukunaga uh, was responsible for its success, not Andy. Uh, well, um, oh. I look forward to you guys seeing the movie and uh, elaborating on that. We will see. Uh, okay, let's talk about... Uh, th- there aren't any big movies coming out this week. Uh, the Fanatic is probably the biggest one. The Nance getting a very limited release. Uh, no reviews this week, so what we're going to do is we're going to... Because it's the end of the summer. End of summer! Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about our top five movies of the summer. So we've got five minutes left on this. Dimitri, first of all, uh, what are your top five movies of the summer this year definitely book smart okay um i really enjoyed late night mm-hmm. uh i also enjoyed bridget runs a marathon yeah and of the of the uh franchise pictures mm. it is because i just watched it again and i had equally if not more of a good time i enjoyed godzilla mm. uh, for summer. Mm-hmm. i had a really good time with godzilla um and i'm not sure i think happy death day to you that came out came a bit out too before soon before the summer yeah. uh you know and i did enjoy i did have a good time with hobbs and shaw yeah yeah but and, and, and i have to as a, i guess an honorable mention the surprise for me was the dora movie i really? did not think i was going to enjoy that movie as much as i did i thought it was a lot of fun but for me this has been a summer of meh Mm, and yep. the tent poles, most of the tent poles have disappointed. Yeah, um, Shazam was fun, but is that summer? That was that, that was, was super early. Before, right? that was, yeah, that was way yeah, before see, summer. I'm picking movies already, and I think of the summer and. Again, this last quarter's got to pick up because yeah. I'm struggling for a top ten this year. Genuinely, Toy Story Four was fantastic. Yeah, there you go. So there's there's a number from you. So uh, Wendy, your your top five movies of the summer. Now we're at Can the we start end. In May? Are we starting May? Oh uh, yeah, let's June? start May. Let's start uh, Endgame. So I'm putting Detective Pikachu and Endgame in there because okay. I loved it so much. It's like okay, uh, Spider Man Far From Home. I really like The Farewell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I be- I know it was like released earlier at a at a but then it was got a wider release. It, in- yeah, the official release was definitely so summer. So I'm putting yeah. that yeah, in there because yeah, yeah. I really like that. And then Britney runs a marathon. Interesting, uh, which is unfortunately not doing a huge amount of, of money at the box I office. Actually, it goes no, wider it goes this weekend. Wider this weekend next oh, week. No, in all fairness, okay. though, now uh, in its in its platform release, it actually had a really really good per screen average, which was very encouraging to me, because mm-hmm. other movies that I enjoyed, like Blinded by the Light, mm. didn't do really well. But Brittany, Which is a great movie. It's still yeah. out there, by the way. But Britney has, could have legs. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. 
uh, Yash, Yash is already taking uh, taking part in this. Uh, John Wick uh, 3, uh, mm-hmm. Always Be My Maybe. Uh, uh, Yash is saying the only two summer movies uh, that Yash liked. Film nerd Jamie, Avengers Endgame was the last weekend of April, so it's not a summer release. Oh. I think Disney would disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, literally, oh, summer starts in yeah, almost... Was- yeah. yeah, it was the start. It was officially the start of the summer. I mean, Disney would start it in February if they could, but we're not going to go there. Uh, the Blair Bitch Project, The Farewell, is out now, wide release. Absolutely. Uh, Shadow released in the US in May of 2019. Uh, so I'm counting it. What an incredible film that from NK Songbird. Uh, Yash, maybe once upon a time in uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. And Onkar uh, Shafrika saying, uh, "How you guys are still working with views around 1,000 in most of a good studio? I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that another time. Okay, my five movies." Uh, this year yeah. yeah I mean you know were you struggling with your list no it's fine I, okay. I managed to make it um, uh, Rocket Man for me oh, yeah. uh, yeah, remains yeah, yeah. still not only my favourite movie you came yeah. out on my birthday so yeah yeah oh. uh, it's still not. it's not only my joint favourite movie of the year but it, it still is my favourite I know it's not a summer blockbuster but it's still the movie that stuck with me and I revisited a lot of times uh, Booksmart again is on my list uh, Booksmart was just still just a superb movie that's my joint top movie this year um, and now being able to, to vote in a number of awards it's something I'm going to be championing this season which is great. Uh, Hobson Shaw, because it was pure, you know, balls to the wall, it did exactly what it said it was going to do. It was action, and it was not, you didn't need a lot of brain power, and I was absolutely fine with <laughs> and that. And it entertained. It yeah, entertained. It you know, it, it entertained. it's a really good point. And I left, I left the movie theatre going like, I feel like I've had an experience. Yeah. And there's so many movies this year that have left me cold. Mm-hmm. Endgame is on there. Um, mm-hmm. I revisited that. I think I like it more on the second watch, to be honest with you. Uh, but that really was a was a was a good summer movie. And Toy Story Four, yay! Uh, which which is actually my third favorite movie of the year. Um, mm. Which is which is great. I that was a movie that genuinely surprised me it was a movie I didn't think we needed it wasn't a movie that I was particularly looking forward to the trailers left me cold um, I was very surprised that it it came through with the goods and more goods than I was expecting um, and I'll be honest with you and I, I said this on Collider the other week it's a movie where when I saw it with obviously in a, in a, in a large movie theatre with a lot of other with a lot of people in the industry the laughs were genuine laughs they weren't I'm laughing because I want people to hear that I'm laughing or I'm showing off laughing mm-hmm. it was genuine people enjoying a movie and yeah. it was glee mm-hmm. and we there are few movies that we actually get that response to these yeah. days um, and I think for me that just that really sealed the deal you're right in, in your face pri- just prior to you reading the list pretty much for me anyway symbolized what this summer has been yeah I had so many so much high hopes for this summer yeah and, and some of the product coming out so and, did the industry yeah and it just it just didn't Really, it really was the summer of meh. Yeah. You know, and luckily we had those bright spots. Um, I think some of the smaller movies really really were fantastic but nobody sadly went to see them well a great example of that is Crawl Kame Egan saying yeah. Crawl Endgame uh, oh, Toy I Story 4 Godzilla Booksmart Crawl is a great movie it was but so I still, fun to this day I have no idea why Paramount handled it the way that they did um, I really I, I want to talk to somebody about Paramount about that because that still is something that so they didn't screen it right they didn't screen it and they didn't do a huge amount of press and it was like last minute and I don't know why because it was a good movie and Paramount need good movies it was a lot of fun yeah. in my theater because I, I just I just bought a ticket. Yeah, I paid like, to see it. Like everybody. And Same people right. came in with alligator hats. Yeah. <laughs> and they came in they're you like, You saw it the same day crawl, as me because I saw it, yeah. Crawl. Yeah, I was like, yeah. People were hot for that shit and the studio <laughs> completely dropped the and ball. And it was good. 
Yeah, so like, good. It was Why a you really hide good, a good, so good movie. I in this so day and age, I have no idea. You may as well have just put it on Netflix. Uh, yeah, so Blair Witch Project, message retracted. Uh, let's have a look what else people... Uh, Blair Witch Project, uh, Rocket Man. Rocket Man is better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, but I also like Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, yeah, a lot of people in here. Uh, Xenomara Simon, it's interesting, despite all of the criticism, this summer's box office and really the whole year was saved by Disney. Should we stop bashing Disney and ask what other studios are doing? No, we should always hold studios accountable whether they're big or small, because at the end of the day, we are the audience and we have to demand exactly what we want. That doesn't mean fan-made product. It just means stop feeding a shit and we will buy tickets. Dimitri, who yes. are you? Where can we find you? Uh, Dimitri Panos right here on Meet the Movie Press. Also, uh, Anatomy of the Movie is back and on the Twitters. Uh, please support at Dimitri Panos. Uh, Wendy, who are you? Where can we find you, please? At Wendy Lee Zaney on Instagram and Twitter, The Movie Couple on YouTube, and of course at Collider. And my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for being part of the show because without you guys, there is no point us being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who took part in the chat. Don't forget, the show does not end here. Comment below, like, subscribe, and please share on social media because we love our family. We'd like it to be bigger. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great week. We will be back next Friday. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. Woo-hoo. Take your pants Woo-hoo. off. Watch some movies. <laughs> hey, easy, easy. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.